Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's a Hammer Nigel show. Guy Relford, a Second Amendment attorney here filling in for Hammer. Let's continue with Ask the Gun Guy. Go for it. All right, man. Let's go right back to the phone lines. We've had some people holding for a while. And Nick, Nick, welcome to Hammer Nigel, man. What you got? Well, I was just asking about um, why we're not allowed to carry handguns into commercial vehicles, but I guess you've answered that. Yeah. And where else can I uh, look up stuff for this? Just. You know, I mean, do you have a website as well? You know, Nick, um, you live here in Indiana, I take it, or are you just traveling through? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah no, if you, you're from here. Man, I, I'll tell you what, I mean, forgive me for the shameless plug, but I would uh, I would come take my Essentials of Indiana gun law class because it's it's four and a half hours, but in half a day, we typically do them on Saturday mornings. Occasionally, we'll do them on Thursday evenings. Um, it's four and a half hours of what you really need to know as an Indiana gun owner, where you can and can't take your gun, uh, when you can use deadly force, when you can't, uh, how to avoid getting prosecuted for things like pointing a firearm. We don't have brandishing right. in Indiana, but we have pointing a firearm. We have uh, criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon, intimidation with a deadly weapon, uh, several other crimes that I, de- I defend all the time. So I don't know of a good single source to go and self-educate on these issues. And God knows the Internet is, is completely crammed full of bad information. Um, so I, I'd uh, I was, forgive me for the plug, man, but I'd, I'd come take my class because you can get it all in one sitting, or at least the most important information uh, over four hours. Let's go back to the phone lines. And Joe has called. Joe, welcome to Hammer and Nigel. Hey, Guy, I want to talk about the uh, what we call the Castle Doctrine. Yeah. In this particular case, how it might apply to Texas, because they could use it. Oh, I'm sorry, and, and you're a little muffled to me, Joe. How it might apply when? They, they, they need the Castle Doctrine, or they need to use the Castle Doctrine in Texas. In Texas, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, um, well, what, you know, you know what, Joe, I I would uh, I would put our Castle Doctrine. In fact, I'd put our gun laws up. Um, against any other state laws in the in the country including texas in fact texas has a lot of restrictions on gun rights that we don't have here in indiana interesting and uh i mean a ton um you know in in texas if you carry your gun into a bar um that's illegal if if you consume any amount of alcohol while you're carrying a gun that's illegal in texas if a business owner puts a particular sign up in a business entrance that says hey under texas code whatever uh, you know guns are prohibited in these premises because the ownership uh, prohibits firearms, and you ignore that and walk in, you're committing a crime. Indiana doesn't have that law. There are, and, there is, and it goes on and on from there. Our Castle Doctrine, uh, I think, is written exactly the way it should be, which is that you can use reasonable force, including deadly force, to either prevent or terminate an unlawful entry into or attack on your dwelling. 
And dwelling obviously means home. So that's prevent or terminate. Now, the entry has to be, or attack has to be illegal. So if your roommate's just coming home late, that's not an illegal entry. Uh, If somebody's name's on the lease, you've given someone a key, you've invited someone in, those entries aren't illegal. But if it's an illegal entry into your home, you can either prevent that or terminate it uh, with reasonable force up to and including deadly force. And there's no requirement. This is what makes it the Castle Doctrine. There's no requirement that you fear getting hurt. You don't have to say, hey, you know, the guy had a weapon, or I feared injury, I I feared getting killed. You can simply defend your home up to and including with deadly force to prevent or terminate that unlawful entry. And and I think that's exactly the way it ought to be written. Dwelling, by the way, can be permanent or temporary, movable or fixed, meaning your dwelling can be your hotel room. Your dwelling can be your tent in the campground. Your dwelling can be your RV when you're stopped and Your and van sleeping. down by the river. Yeah, well, yeah, your van down by the river. If you're sleeping in it and you're staying in it, it's your dwelling. Now, when it's rolling down the highway, it's a vehicle and treated differently. Um, but our Castle Doctrine, I think, is written exactly the way it should be, uh, it, Joe. And so I uh, wanted to relay that to you. Let's go back to the phone lines. We've got time for one or two more. Jeff has called in. Uh, Jeff, what you got for us? Yeah, uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller here. Um, <laughs> what I got, uh, my father-in-law passed away back in February, uh-huh. and he left my wife the family Bible and his SIG 9mm. Um, we we traveled out there, did the funeral, and brought the gun back with us to Indiana. Uh, my question is, do I need to register that gun to myself or my wife, or is, yeah. since it was given to us, is it ours? I bet that nope. thing happens all the time. It, this it, type of thing happens all the time. It, it does. And we don't have registration in Indiana, Jeff. Um, so, no, you don't have to register it. Now, there are restrictions on what's already occurred, which is a transfer between residents of different states. But that's a separate issue. Uh, that horse has left the barn. So the the question is, do you have to register in Indiana? No, absolutely not. Um, we don't have registration in Indiana, and uh, and I would fight that tooth and nail because we know what happens both from other states that have required people to uh, register, for instance, their AR-15s or whatnot. That simply becomes a to-do list for the government uh, down the road uh, when they decide they want to ban uh, something that they haven't yet banned. So I would uh, I would not be a fan of that, and there's nothing else to do. I, and, and, and what's interesting, too, on, on, on uh, how to deal with a firearm in an estate, which... Uh, Jeff was also alluding to, you know, there's there's no special treatment that you need to give just a regular gun. Now, if it's a machine gun or a short-barreled shotgun, something registered with NFA, that's completely different. But you can deal with, with firearms as part of an estate, just like a, a, a microwave or a couch. You can will it to whoever you want to will it to, and it's transferred as part of the estate. We've got an entire hour of the Hammer and Nigel show coming up after 6 o'clock. And uh, real quick, with 10 seconds left, you get the Gun Guy show this weekend. We're going to do be doing more of these uh, kinds of questions. Oh, right? absolutely. We take calls throughout the whole two hours on the gun guy show five to seven on saturday it is the hammer and nigel show whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you